0: Hello and good morning, everyone. Only positivity here. Um, I have my coffee here with me, um, ready to kick off this new podcast series that I've really been working on. I'm really excited about it. Um, so, just a, you know, a quick precursor. You know, I've been um, you know pursuing knowledge over the past three, four years, um, and I'm no you know connoisseur or guru or anything like that. But um, it's been a whole whole new world for me. Um, I've been reading a lot um, and just you know trying to self observe. And um, reflect on life as I go forward, and um, I just want to share some of those thoughts with you guys. Um, hopefully, one day I can bring some other people on the podcast, um, but for now it'll just be me um, going through some of my experiences, um, some of the things I've been reading, and some of my ideas and whatnot. So um, today's today's topic is really going to be um, about a book that I've read um, over the past year, um, and it's called The Four Agreements uh, by Don Miguel Ruiz. And I'll go over the first chapter with you guys. Um, Essentially, what I do as I read is um, I I go through the book and I highlight um, phrases um, and points that really resonated with me. Um, and then So at the end of the chapter, I just go back and read everything that I highlighted and um, essentially just reflect on what that meant to me. So, um, <clears throat> a little further precursor. So, um, The Four Agreements is a philosophical book that really describes the four agreements that one should make with themselves to live a happy life. Um, but today, I'm going to talk about the first agreement that Don Miguel Ruiz goes into, which is um, being impeccable with your word. So, before anything, Don Miguel Ruiz states that this is the most important agreement um, and this is the the first that one should really go forward and implement in their lives so one thing um, that he states um, initially that i highlighted was your word is your power to create but also your power to destroy so at a high level at a high level he uses the example of hitler right um hitler through his word um through his charisma was able to convince hundreds of thousands of people millions of people to pretty much commit genocide right um he was able to get into the minds of people and really um into their unconscious uh actions and get them to do things um that were horrific right and um but like bringing that back to me right um you know, I always I always reflect on my relationship with my parents, um, and you know, my parents um, were immigrants. Uh, my dad came from Africa. Uh, my mom came from India. My dad's Indian, um, and you know, they they came to this country with absolutely nothing, um, and they 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 survived, right? And that's something that I'll never experience. Um, because my parents set me up for success in this country, and um, I never experienced any poverty like my father um, experienced. So, you know, all those things really had a, um, a downstream effect on his life. But bringing that back to the book here, um, uh, words can create positivity or destroy, right? That's what we're talking about. So, you know, I use an example here. Um, you know, one day when my family was coming back from a, an extended road trip, Um, It was a Sunday and, you know, my my dad would, would, um, his mood would would, uh, be on the decline on Sundays because he had to go back to work. Um, And I I mean, all of ours does that, right? Like nobody likes to go back to work on on Monday. So um, sometimes he would lash out on us because um, he just didn't know how to channel that that emotion. And, you know, at the same time, you know, like a lot of immigrant parents, you know, my father, my father would hit us sometime. N- nothing over the top, right? Like no abuse or anything like that, but standard stuff. But, you know, I forget all those moments. You know, I don't really remember that. But some the, some of the things I do remember um, are some of the things he said when he was angry, right? And so going back to this example, when we're coming back from this road trip, um, you know, my dad really was like, um, we got home and he probably... Was looking for looking for a fight, right? So we got home, and he must have saw that in my bathroom, um, I left uh, the the cap off the toothpaste. And um, he, amongst a whole um, set of negative thoughts that he had, he pretty much said, you know, he's like, don't. This is my house, right? Um, act like a tenant here. And um, that I understand where he was coming from, and I understand that he was, you know, a little upset. But that I was about 12 when he said that. And um, I'm I'm 28 now, and I, I remember that that whole interaction crystal clear, like it had just happened. Um, and I think that goes to show um, just how powerful words are, right? The feeling that I got when my dad said that um, was one of uh, was one of just su- I was surprised, right? I was taken aback um, that he would say something like that to me, um, but. You know, sometimes these things happen, right? And I understand where he's coming from. But like I said, your word can create positivity or destroy, right? And that is the power of it. So, you know, going off that point, uh, people can use their word to lie, cheat, find guilt, and destroy, right? We see so many people um, using their word to, to really deceive people, right? To paint a picture that is not exactly what it is but let's bring it back you know i like to bring it back to real life examples so um you know another example of how word can really be positive or negative um we can see that in the office environment right so i'm in corporate america and um you know uh for those of you that aren't um it's very hard to describe but there are some real characters um in the workplace and um, you'll see different types of people and the different ways they work and you know this one particular co-worker of mine who um, was actually terminated um, was that was that negative seed right so what she would do is if she had a negative interaction with someone she would go to other people on the floor and plant that seed about that person oh this person is this. so this person is bad this way and um, you really see um, some people will bite into that right negativity feeds on negativity some people enjoy that type of interaction with other people Um, Other people will deflect, and other people will just let it bounce off of them, right? But like I said, negativity attracts negativity, Um, and some people can really use their word to destroy reputations of other people um, and things like that, and um, other people can really uplift. So that being said, I think being impeccable with your word really puts accountability on the individual to think before they speak. So words are our way. Of expressing what's in our hearts and minds, right? So, <clears throat> excuse me. One thing I really do nowadays, you know, with my fiance and even with my relationships with my friends, um, I I'm not gonna say that I don't experience negative thoughts and emotions, right? I'd be lying to you guys if I said that. But one thing I do. Um, understand and a takeaway from this book and a couple other books I've read is that you don't want to ignore those feelings, but you want to let them channel themselves and manifest themselves in a mature manner, right? So if I'm feeling frustrated with my fiance or um, my friend group, my, my gut instinct now, and I have to really be conscious of it, is to say it, Or come home and just talk about it with my fiance. So if my fiance is irritating me, if she did something that really rubbed me the wrong way, um, I'll take a moment. If I'm frustrated, I'll feel that emotion. You know, I'll tell myself, you know, you're frustrated. You're angry. You're sad about this, Um, and then I'll address it. I'll say, hey, you know, I I really didn't appreciate the way you did that. You know, it frustrated me, Um, and now. I've put my emotions on the table in a mature way where I haven't reacted and I haven't lost that interaction um, because I was overbearing or I was abrasive. Um, And now I can really just get to the the heart and soul of what's bothering me and we can can address it and move on. So I think that just goes to show that, um, you know, I would not want to lash out at the people I care about because I do love them and I could say something potentially harmful. And I think some people are better than others at saying harmful things and picking at those pain points. Um, And I think I'm one of those people. Um, I think I have a very roasty personality um, and when I get mad, that can turn to something pretty ugly. So all I can do um, is be vigilant and be aware and constantly be present. So going on, right? We meet people every day—co-workers, like I talked about, friends, family—whose only bond is really speaking negatively about other people. And you know, my fiance has a has a has a friend that uh that really has it. That that ability to do that, right, to spread that negativity, Um, and sometimes after my fiance is conversing with this particular friend, she kind of has like a negative outlook, and you know I am not really appreciative of that because you know we're very lucky in our lives and we should really operate with positivity because positivity opens up so many doors for you, um, and it's I think it's really the only way to be, Um, and so. And like I said, like, let's go, let's, you know, we can hop off that example. Like, let's even go to, like, my mom and some of her friends, right? Some of these Indian aunties that, you know, all they do is call each other and they gossip, right? And, you know, my mom's a great lady and she doesn't really partake in that as much, but sometimes she does, right? So, you know, know, hearing that on the phone is very frustrating because all they're doing is talking... Down about other people, and I don't think that's really worth anyone's time, right? Um, What does it do to improve um, anyone's situation? It only brings people further um, into that negative hole. Um, So, I think one thing to really go forward, you know, as we solutionize and provide solutions um, to life and go through with enhancing our maturity and whatnot, um, I think removing complaints and bashing with solutions is important. How can I improve my life through my word? How can I improve others' lives through being forthright with my word? Right? It's a brand. Right? I'm a marketing guy, um, so um, you know one of my brands that I'm trying to build is honesty. Right? I want people to know that when they come to me, they're gonna get they're gonna get it straight. Right? They're gonna they're gonna get what's on my mind, and um, you know he's not gonna care about it. Right? I'm just gonna express what is on my mind in a positive way. Um, also, you know. Um, We see I'm in a client-facing role at work and um, the words that I use, you know, the the word choice, um, the types of pauses I take um, can really make or break that engagement, right? Um, Two people could be saying the exact same thing and attempting to get the same same message across, but the way um, that they do that, the way they manifest what is in their mind, their choice of words, their tone can really impact a situation. So being impeccable with your word really allows you to shield yourself from negativity. So you can only receive negativity if your mind allows those types of thoughts to cultivate, right? And, um, you know, before, this is a really good transitioning point, but essentially, um, if I allow myself to receive negativity, I definitely will. But one thing I can do, and one thing I really appreciate about my brother and my sister-in-law's relationship with me, my fiance, is that it's is exactly that, right? So I'm not gonna sit here and say that we don't, you know, sit down and vent and things like that, but we address it and we say positive things like, okay, this happened, but um, you know, all in all these people are great. Um, You know, mom and dad did this, but you know, they've been really getting better. Um, And that's, I think, that I think is very important. So um, that's one thing I try to do in all interactions, right? Is just, um, one thing that I've read is that, um, you know, removing judgment is not disregarding imperfection or negative things when you see them. It's more of not reacting to them, right? Um, so I think that's one thing um, that is constantly something that um, we can work on, right? Um, is if me and my fiance go on, let's say a double date for for example, right? And the you know we have we obviously come home and we do that post mortem, how to go, things like that. Um, we we always gonna say things that we liked and disliked about the interaction right Um, but we always make sure that the good outweighs the bad right we always say that okay you know those things happened. it was interesting that that happened but all in all you know they're good people all in all we had a good interaction I'm glad I associated with those people or I use that as a learning experience and I'm glad I was able to gain that experience in my life um, and I'll adjust going forward so always being conscious, always being present in the moment, um, and really having full control of your actions and your emotions is something that you know is a constant um, uh, in progress or work in progress type situation. Um, you know, get I'll get off this in a second, but essentially, I um, for a long time really spent um, time you know elevating my physical appearance, right? You know, going to the gym, making those gains, things like that, but. I realize it's, there is a whole other world when you step into that um, mental gym, if you will, right? Making those mental gains, emotional intelligence, self-observation, self-reflection. And that is a whole other world um, that same, um, in a similar manner of being consistent at the gym, you have to do the same things with your mental you have to be consistent with those positive thoughts um, and those positive interactions and the, that self-observation and channeling your emotions to really re- reap the rewards um, of the discipline that it takes to do that. Um, and like I said, I'm no guru on it. Um, I'm just starting. So, um, but I think it's a whole new world for me. It's very interesting. But anyway, so one thing I'll say here um, is that um, you can live in the middle of thousands of people living in hell because you are immune to that hell, right? So um, if you become impeccable with your word, you'll see that you really have no relatability to people who are expressing negative thoughts, and you'll just be on a different wavelength, and then your eyes will be open to a whole new world. So you can live in heaven, in the middle of thousands of people living in hell, because you're immune to that hell. So I'll let that resonate. but I hope you guys like this first podcast that I put out. Um, I'll be putting out some more coming up. But um, I hope you guys enjoy. And remember, um, only positivity. Thanks.